Hello, hello everyone. This little mindful moment is about losing weight. Gosh, that's quite a big topic, isn't it? Um, and, but more specifically about the fact that it is fine to want to lose weight. It's about how you do it. That's the really important thing. But before I get into that, I just wanted to say that if you happen to be a social media follower, there will be a lot of um, health at every size, a lot of intuitive eating stuff that will talk about sometimes about the fact that if you want to lose weight, that it's a bad thing and that we should just learn to accept our bodies. This isn't all of those coaches and those influencers, but some of them will. And I think that it's a point of discussion. And from my perspective, I think that if someone is in a body in which they feel uncomfortable and losing a little bit of weight or toning up is going to make them feel a little bit more confident, I don't see anything wrong with that. Where I would add a caveat would be that Sometimes we want to lose weight because of factors which are not healthy. So, for example, we're losing weight because we feel like we don't fit into society. We, we are not going out because we're embarrassed about the way that we look. Um, it's actually holding us back. We are perhaps trying to attain an unrealistic weight that actually by getting to that weight, um, it means that we're probably going to have to be on a permanent diet. Those sorts of pressures, those sorts of motivations, I do not advocate at all. And in fact, when I work with clients, I will ask some of those questions. You know, sometimes clients will just have this arbitrary figure, this arbitrary number on the scales that they have, and they'll they'll talk to me about it. And I'll say, well, okay, so where does this number come from? And they might say, well, it's what I think I should be or it's what I weighed 20 years ago or before I had children or whatever. And I might then have a discussion with them about that and say, well, what actually will being that number bring you? Because very often getting to a particular number on the scales does not necessarily bring what we think it's going to bring. And that perhaps unhappiness or low satisfaction with our lives or low self-esteem may not be as closely related to our body, our size, our weight, any aspects of it, as we think. That in fact, those feelings might be about something else. And that's something that I always, you know, have a discussion about when I have clients in front of me, because it's important. Um, and so to get onto this idea about weight loss then and what works and what doesn't, um, uh, it's, it's basically a set of principles um, which are sometimes quite difficult to persuade somebody to buy into, particularly if you've been a cereal dieter and you've had success in terms of weight loss on diets. Um, the idea that actually a sustainable weight management life with food takes a while to establish is quite alien. 
I was talking to somebody the other day about my new six month program. Um, and they were saying, gosh, that takes that's quite a long time. And I said, yes, deliberately, it's a long time. Because the only way to lasting weight management is to change the behaviours that are perhaps causing that weight to go up and down, causing the weight to have piled on in the first place. And if we change your behaviours, then that's not going to be a quick fix. We're changing habits, we're changing the way we think. And depending on how long that thinking has been in place, that can take a long time. And so deliberately, my online programme, my Mindful Way programme, if you want to look it up, is six months, is for that very reason. Um, so let me go through a few sort of uh, approaches towards lasting weight loss, if you have it to lose. Oh, I'm jumping slightly ahead of myself. Let me just add in here. To add on to that discussion, that point that I made earlier about having a reasonable weight target, is that the body has a natural weight set point. And I talk about this in my programme and with all of my clients. And we don't really know what that is. And that may not be as slim or as light or as thin or whatever word you want to use as you think. But if you're going to try to repeatedly go underneath that, you are going to be fighting against your natural body's weight set point. That is the science of it. And that takes a long time to actually get to. So the first thing, accept that weight management is not a quick process or one with a fixed end point. So there was some research done by the National Weight Registry in the States as to certain factors which actually produced long lasting weight management. And one of those was not to have a weight target, which of course goes against all the diets, doesn't it? So when I work with people, we don't have a weight target. And I will never ask anyone what they weigh during the course of it. I might ask it at the beginning because it is helpful for me as an indicator of where someone is. But that's all. And it then helps me with a discussion around the kind of behaviours that have led to it, how they're feeling, whether there are any, any other health conditions that I need to take into consideration and whether I need to refer them to any of anyone on my associate team, for example. Or indeed, whether it's appropriate for me to work with them at that, at that time. Um, but so during a programme then, goal weight is not the end goal and it's not a way that I measure progress. I measure progress through a change of behaviour and the way someone feels and very often that is associated with body acceptance, more body positivity and that relates back to the point that I made at the beginning because being one or two dress sizes bigger than you think you are, actually, if you fix, if you treat, if you heal some other areas of somebody's life and the way that they might think about themselves, they can actually learn 
to live in the body that they have, which, believe me, is a much more liberating place to be, a much more comfortable place to be. Anyway, back to the way we can have lasting weight management. Um, Secondly, the reasons why managing the weight is difficult and why weight may have gone on in the first place have to be explored, understood and then supported through a process of change. And this is about empowerment. This is about looking at the reasons and saying, right, well, what can we do differently? Why is this trigger happening? Where does this thinking come from? And what's appropriate now? And therefore, the process process must focus on behaviour change. And behaviour change which suits someone's lifestyle, which suits what they like to eat, which suits the budget that they have available, which suits the people that are around them as well. And also, I believe that the approach has to focus on health and nourishment. In other words, we put the food and and what that food does to your body at the forefront of any work that we do. Why? Because with the sound nutrition, that makes you feel better. It makes any cognitive changes that need to happen much, much easier. So that has to be a focus. And also the process needs to be holistic. So we'll look at movement. You need to look at sleep, um, at how you look after yourself. What's your self-care like? Where are you on the priority ladder in your household? Things like that. And then, of course, underpinning it is the intuitive eating part of this process around responding to hunger and fullness so that you're managing your eating and therefore your weight by listening to what your body needs. And that is something that I teach my clients because often if we've been dieting, if our eating relationship is very disordered and up and down, we've completely forgotten what feeling hungry is like because we're probably eating with our head. We're thinking, how many points have I got got left? How many calories have I got left today? Rather than saying, do I actually need any more food or am I still hungry? And sometimes when I talk about this, um, clients can get a little bit nervous because they don't know what that feels like. So we do something called um, appetite sensitivity training to help you understand what that feels like and then also I believe that in order to have a stable eating relationship to manage your eating well without those peaks and troughs you actually have to stop the dieting and the restriction and stop demonizing certain foods so when I work with people I talk about allowing them to eat all foods and we work through this because this is quite scary you know, surely if I have a biscuit, A, I can't just eat one. And even if I do have one, gosh, that's going to be 150 calories. What, what on earth will I do later to make sure that that doesn't have an impact? And all that kind of stress doesn't allow 
for a healthy, natural weight managing process. Um, and so those are the behavioural factors and some of the nutrition factors. And going back to that piece of research by the National Weight Registry, one of the other things that was quite interesting that they discovered was that actually people who um, ate breakfast also were more likely to maintain any weight loss that they had achieved. And that has a lot to do with managing glucose spikes, um, blood glucose spikes. Um, in other words, that you're not, you're not on this sort of roller coaster of energy and dopamine, ups and downs, that again, the whole you know, eating becomes um, much more stable. So that was interesting. And then lastly, to reiterate everything that I've been saying, one of the other findings was that um, focusing on behaviour was also the way to lasting weight management. And of course, it makes sense, doesn't it? You know, we've got to undo the behaviours that got us into the situation in the first place. And that's a combination of practical and psychological interventions to make that happen. So that's what you need to do. Those are the kind of things that you need to do. And I know it's difficult to get off the dieting roller coaster because we're fed all these messages about the fact that that's the way to do it. But there is research to say that it's not the way to do it. And, you know, I've got clients that find such liberation around their eating by having a different approach. And some of those, it, have, it has to be said, come to me with an idea of wanting to lose weight. And they leave working with me with a far greater desire to lose weight. They may still want to lose a little bit. But actually, largely on the whole, they tend to focus on the fact that they're looking after themselves better nutritionally and psychologically, that they're moving in a different way to make them feel better. So if that all sounds interesting, you know how to get in touch with me. In the meantime, food for thought, I hope, and I will pop back very shortly. Cheerio.